0: Time for another Ham Weekend Mailbag, John. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. <laughs> welcome to the weekend.
1: The weekend? The weekend. No E, or two E's, not three. Weekend. Yeah, just N-D, yeah. He Here's is how, pretty sweet. I, I'll give him his due. He's, he's badass. He's awesome.
0: Don't forget, everybody, uh, mybookie.ag, promo code ham1, and uh, American-giant.com, promo code ham. That's promo code ham, right? Not slash ham.
1: Uh, American-giant, promo code ham, promo code yeah. Ham. Promo code HAM. Go check that out. I think, you know, sleepnumber.com slash HAM. We got a lot of deals for you. You need to sleep. You need to put some clothes on. You need to make some master's bets. What do you, what do you need? We got some other. Got a couple cool ones coming as well.
0: All right. Uh, this podcast, you're listening to this unless there was another emergency podcast. And then you're not listening to this because we deleted this.
1: What if the Niners went from three and like traded back to 20? Would that be too much action before the draft? It's like <laughs> Kyle Shanahan has determined he can draft Mac Jones at 17 and is going backwards. <laughs>
0: Or like Kyle went to all the pro days and actually turns out he hates all the guys.
1: Would that be the craziest story in the history of sports? If he honestly went from like three, what if he traded with Belichick three to 15 and he just recouped all the picks he lost and just said, after seeing them all live, I changed my opinion. Yeah, (laughs) Would that be worth the content he gave us for two weeks? I'd
0: be appreciative. (laughs) Yeah, I would be appreciative. And then he signed Garoppolo to an extension. (laughs) All right. Uh, You go to iTunes, you leave us a review. And uh, you put a question in that uh, review, and that's how you enter the mailbag. First up, John, here we go. This is from No Bad Days 24, 24, 24, 24. I'm sure this trade boosted the podcast this week and will for the next month. Do you guys feel any pressure on this pick because it can make your podcast grow or more, or could potentially hurt the pod if, it does, if the pick doesn't work out? I love the pod. I still think if they missed the pick, you'd be, you would still be on top. We can talk about the Niners' pressure all day, but I wanted to ask you guys personally, if you both wondered if the pick hits the Niners, uh, do they own the decade if the pick hits? The massive numbers the pod can do? Question mark. Thank you for all the great sports talk. You both compliment each other very well. One has hair and the other doesn't. Hashtag blue color. Hashtag ham. Hashtag five star. Hashtag no cap. People, by the way, have been DMing me on Instagram, like no cap videos. I guess when Houston won to go to the final four, They all had Kelvin. It must be a joke with them because they're like, they were like, no cap, no cap, no cap. And then they got Kelvin Sampson, like, no cap, no cap, no cap. (laughs) So clearly the same joke they're making with him are the ones people make with me. But
1: what do you think? You see, did you, well, uh, I want to get your opinion on this first. But Lamarcus Aldridge signed with the Nets, I think. And he was supposed to rumor to go back to like get back with Dame and CJ and kind of help them see if they get over the hump. And then Dame Instagrammed. These new millennials or th- th- this generation of dudes th- like ain't loyal like me. I'm from a different. I'm wired from a different era. No cap. And I was like, God, I, I just love this. No, don't cap. don't they hate? I- it? I've always heard they hated each other. Yeah, but I think I think Lamarcus, Lamarcus. like they, they have like uh, maybe rebounded their relationship since they've separated, and I think he thought they was coming back, and then he sold out to go try to win a championship. Gotcha. Yeah, know, the story so was like that, that.
0: Lamarcus I thought didn't like the attention Dame was getting. Like Dame came in, they put Dame's face on stuff, promote Dame, yeah. and like Lamarcus didn't like it. Yeah. So what the question is, do we feel podcast? pressure on the pick to make our podcast grow, um, and uh, could it? Uh, well, first, yeah, if they hit the pick, that's good for the podcast, no question about that. Yes, if they make the pick, and especially if it's like really whoever the pick is, is good for the podcast. We think that Justin Fields can be a better player, Trey Lance can be a better player, so that's ultimately what we want the the high, high, high upside, right? The uh, Simmons, Celtic, the Red Sox, multiple World Series for Simmons, Patriots, multiple Super Bowls for Barstool, like that's the that's the aim here,
1: All right? Yeah that's that's the standard i i think uh there's a lot of pressure because uh obviously for the podcast more listeners more expansion means more money and luckily in our operation we have limited expenses so the better this thing goes it could be very 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 lucrative now it's going to be interesting but, like, I don't like watching shitty sports. So part of it is, like, I don't want to have to root against the guy. I Honestly, I just want the guy to be a, not just a good player but a good guy. Like, I I, I don't – and it's – if he's a good player and kind of a slappy, I'll be easy to get around as long as a lot of people care. But in a perfect world, I'd want Patrick Mahomes, yes. That's yeah. what I'm rooting for. Yeah. I mean, look, Jimmy's been good for business to the point that he was – that everyone – it's a talking
0: point every week where it gets less good as when it just – when it. The non-winning drags on, um, you know, yeah, he didn't we, play. We can't this year. have any that more of bad. these four, five, like six Jimmy seasons. being back and forth is better than Jimmy not playing because then it's like, well,
1: you know, Nick Mullins. Guy, I, I, I can live without Super Bowl championships. Just give me playoffs every year. You know, give me the Rams. No question. If the losses are big, that's
0: almost as good if it's the wins are big. As long as it, 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 the later the losses happen. I said this during the Super Bowl two years ago. Didn't once they got there. They'd done everything they could for Haberman and Middlecoff.
1: Yeah, in a weird way. And listen, now moving forward, after Andy got it, I I, I, ha- I found myself rooting for the Chiefs. Like I honestly, I kind of got. I remember getting emotional. I knew how much I had seen personally. Now I would love, and, and I was supposed to when we had the combine. I went up to Kyle. We talked Bob Lang, who now is with the Eagles. <laughs> You know, goddamn it. Didn't get a we had such a good relationship with Bob Lang. Bob. We have this sweet member of the Niners that was gonna be hard to get, was probably gonna come on the podcast sometime in the next couple months. But Kyle had told me, we had walked out of the combine together because I had kind of I had waited him out, and he said he was gonna come on the podcast, and then a month later corona hits, and that just dissipated. Uh, But I I, I do think there is a relationship to to be had because there is no 49er podcast, one, that has the listenership that we do, two, that has the upside of even way more listenership than we do and just has the talent behind the mic that we do. So it's not really a fair fight. So, yeah, I uh, if we could get a dynasty, I, I would I would have no problem if you said, John. Would you pay a thousand dollars a month in a tax to have them be a Super Bowl mix every single year? Like we would both without hesitation. Like there is a, t- I would pay for the, like them to be good, right? I, I would make you know, my money. 50-fold. I'd have to sit down and crunch some numbers, but a thousand dollars, I would, I'd pay a lot more than a thousand. That feels low, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we could get up to a pretty high number where I think people are like, you guys really would, yeah, without hesitation. All right, next up, mailbag.
0: Uh, this is from B. Rush. longtime listener, love the pod. In regards to the Raiders draft and Gruden's unpredictable nature, which direction do you see them going? If these options fell to them at 17, best defensive player, any of them, our defense is dog water, best offensive lineman, Shaw or Elijah Veritucker. or three, receiver, Devontae Smith or Waddle. Really hope we go defense first, but never know. Thoughts? Question mark? Firstly, if... Devonte Smith or Jalen Waddles, there were three. They would take him because how could you not if that guy's there? At, excuse me, at seventeen. Yes, Where no one's well, talking about them. drafting. I,
1: I, I do think that would be. A, it'd feel a little crazy to like double down on, of course, Alabama receivers back to back. But it years. would
0: feel crazy that those guys. Maybe you would trade back. Maybe a valuable pick. Although it would feel weird. We'd be we'd be sitting there going, "Why are these guys? Why is this guy falling so much?" Because yeah. it feels like they'll be gone by seventeen.
1: Uh, best O lineman two- or best defensive player or Smith or Waddle.
0: And B. Rush wants the best defensive player.
1: Yeah, I just don't. I don't think Smith or Waddle. You could do, and I think Waddle is sweet. Like I, I think Waddle is going to be the best out of them. All. I, I have buddies that think Devonte Smith. Do you know what someone told me yesterday? Is that last year when teams were interviewing Judy and Rugs? This shows you what an alpha Devonte is. They usually like if you just ask like Justin Jefferson, like who's the best wide receiver on your team? He's like me, even though Jamar Chase is on the team. Everyone that asked Ruggs, and Judy, like, who Who was the alpha in the room? Thinking that both of them would say that they'd be like, oh, Devontae. Like, everywhere they went, both of, and it's just because out of respect, like, it's just like, if you just met someone that played with Tom Brady, they'd be like, who's the best teammate you've ever had like, Tom? Everyone just said Devontae. Like, I don't, I think when Mel told us that, when you just see people that are, like, banging the table for Devontae, I think they are hearing from Bama people, like, I don't think you understand the way this guy he is not going to be denied. And the other thing with Devontae, here's where I'm coming around on him. And this is what Belichick would say. Like, I don't I don't draft people to run 40s or to, like, weigh in. I draft them to play football. This guy has been playing football at 165 or 170 for the last fucking however long. Chicken everyone's ass. Unstoppable. So maybe I'm a little hard on Devontae for being skinny. That being said, I'd go defense. I wonder. One guy, I saw some of his numbers the other day, and I started. You think that's one. pretty telling? Ask wide receivers, and they both of them didn't hesitate to say the guy that went back to school. I guess it's the respect they had for him. Yeah, it's also telling that all the Alabama's receivers apparently answer questions directly. Mac or Tua, Mac.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they got takes,
1: you know. They do.
0: They do have takes. They should all start a podcast.
1: The way together. the way it was described to me, that I think they said, I don't think you understand, and I don't truly the way the generation of kids is kind of wired, they're just like supporting their guy. Like they went in the class with them. They've been around him the most. Like I think Devontae and Mac are roommates. Like Devontae cooks for Mac, or maybe it's the other way around. Like they are very, very, like they're like two peas in a pod. So it was like, that's his guy. He wants him to do well. Like you'd be like, what do you think of Middlecoff? He's good. Or what do you think of Haberman? He's good. It's like, that's the guy you'd stick up for. It wasn't mm-hmm. even necessarily a shot at Tua. But I think people really in the weeds on that one have kind of pushed back. It's not okay, even necessarily. I, I that. I buy that. Um,
0: One guy specifically for the Raiders. This would be a little out of their first round character. But I wonder if they feel like they have to go out of their first round character. Have you seen Antonio Brown? Have have you seen this guy, Jalen Phillips, who was at UCLA, medically retired, then like came back and went to Miami? And apparently put together like, you know, where they do like they all the tests, all the physical testing together becomes one score, like one of the great physical scores. Yeah. Yeah. Is Um, he like 6'6", 260 and can run like a deer? I think he ran a four. I got to go look at what he ran. He, He ran. He ran a four, five, six at six. 5'260", with an 80-inch wingspan, a 36-inch vert, and 21 reps
1: on the bench. I I had a buddy that went to the Penn State Pro Day, and they have Micah Parsons. They also have this other guy named, like, Oween. He was, like, a sweet pass rusher for them two years ago. Micah last year opted out, and this guy didn't have any sacks. But the other guy with Micah is, like, 6'4", 250. Both of them ran in the four fours. My buddy's like, I've been doing this for, like, 15 years. I think I just witnessed, like... Uh, an anomaly pro day, <laughs> like it was like, what did we just witness with both of them? I, I, I forget his number twenty eight, a pass okay. rusher, and then Micah. So it's like there are there are just some guys I think in that range where it's like if the Owen guy falls, if the Phillip guy falls, could they just take a swing for the fences of just a physical freak uh, to get with Gus Bradley? You I know? mean, look, they've drafted Arnett and Cleveland Furl defensive
0: players in the last two rounds, last two first rounds. Who were not? They were higher floor guys. Might be
1: time to mix it up. I think they had someone. I'll give Arnett a little credit, and I kind of bashed the pick. What I saw this year, just battling through, like that guy's a tough. Motherfucker. I like. It, they might have nailed the
0: pick. I'm just saying, like at the time, the thinking was, no, eh, this is more of a hot. The perception was,
1: this is a. Do more, you agree though? Did, you, did he gain a little respect when he fell on his broken damn hand, right and, like he playing did, through? Hell yeah! yeah I, was, I feel like corners usually like aren't super tough sometimes, and that guy was like, God, oh, this guy's tough, Julian.
0: Uh, mailback, julian what size mac jones jersey should i get you guys it's a good question julian um i don't know I, i'm not big on patriots jerseys so i'm good thank you though yeah same it's <laughs> a good one uh 49ers third mac jones question mark this is from gus mejia hey guys love the show keep up the great work it literally makes me sick to my stomach thinking about the niners drafting mac jones it makes no sense i swear i'll no longer be a Niners fan if they draft mac at three yeah, you, you
1: think he would be if Mac was throwing touchdowns?
0: Uh, yes. In a heartbeat. I agree. Because here's what would make it hard is that I don't think he would suck. Like, I don't think it's hard for a Kyle Shanahan quarterback to not do something, to not
1: bring something to the table. I, I do think this. If he's the pick, Kyle and John will come meet the media that night, right? They always do. You yeah. talk after the first round. The questioning would be pretty intense, but I think the like answering I, would be too. I think Kyle's answering yeah. would also be. Pretty it would, intense. but I'm saying it would be an intense event. We would yes. probably have to go live right yes. after that event. Yes, or oh, just the the Mac Jones, just the like. I'd be fascinated to hear because the one thing you will give Kyle, like he will explain things. Yep, and that would there would be some explaining to do. Yeah, <laughs> right? but I do think this like he's a good at explaining things. You'd come away going, okay. Like, I get it. I,
0: he, I, at least not, he convinced me, but okay, you, you better be right. It doesn't change any of that, but okay. I mean, they don't, they could do their press conference. Do they have any picks left after that? They could just do the press conference and hit the hay. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. What if they're trying to flip Jimmy? Uh, Lil Drew. Another don't year, we- another review. Oh, 2021 edition. Appreciate it, little Drew. An annual tradition, unlike any other. Love the, pro- the pod. Growing up in Sacramento and Elk Grove, about the same age. Born in 86. I feel like we have similar views on sports takes. But enough differences to say out loud every once in a while. You're wrong, John. You're a Raider hater. LOL. <laughs> Keep up the hard work. Uh, good job expanding YouTube. It's the future of content. Uh, wrote this a couple years ago. Still holds true. Been rolling with you guys for years. So happy to see the audience grow with each listen. The fans pay the bills. And hashtag blue collar podcast is, where, is what the people need. Keep trying, And eventually you'll be a top 10 sports pod. <laughs> I'll be honored to say I knew them when. So not even a question in that. I just read a whole compliment, which is not the idea of this segment. But no, thank you for the two paragraph terrible, not, compliment. Not, not going to hate on it. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything out of that we could uh, make into uh, a question. Sack and Elk Grove.
1: I appreciate you. The fans are the lifeblood of uh, of of everything we do. The fans. <laughs> I don't think sometimes I don't think the fans get enough respect. The, I love that you're calling them fans and not listeners. Like, well, I listen. I'm not a fan. I just listen. I, I, I no. I, I, what I meant is just sports fans, oh, like a okay. listener to some to find us. You had to be a sports fan to stumble upon us once upon a time, whether yeah. it was on the radio show or now on the podcast, right? And then you become a listener or you know a supporter <laughs> of what we do. Sorry, I'm laughing reading because this next thing kind
0: of feeds into what you just said. This is from Champ Breezy. It says, love the podcast. Five stars all the way. Fairly new listener. Year two. Sophomore. He's a ham. So- Champ Breezy is a ham sophomore. Okay. Everyone go subscribe because they're the absolute best Niner talk. Here's my doozy Have a question. Move to pick three. More, li- more than, uh, more than uh, QB, hopefully Lance. Let's hypothetically say the Niners will run the rookie QB and trade Garoppolo. Okay. Follow so far? Let's say hypothetically the Niners are drafting whoever they draft and trade Garoppolo. Got it. If you, either of you, were the GM and Garoppolo somehow landed you a first round pick in return or a second round pick, would you want that pick in this draft or in the 2022 draft? We know that this is one of the years we don't have a first. Thanks for all your hard work. Got it. So... If you got a one, would you want that one this year or next year? If you got a two, would you want it this year or next year? I think we could probably safely say – I won't say safely because desperation um, is a wild thing. Imagine if they traded Jimmy and actually got more than they gave up for him. But um, what do you want? Where would you want that pick, this year
1: or next year? Well, the the birdie that told me about the Niners trading up to three within the last three or four weeks before they did had told me one thing they would really like to do is to recoup – And I think part of this, and this is where I've called them. It sounds worse than it actually is them liars the way they've talked about Jimmy. Cause I think part of lying is to create leverage and to create, like you do get to like, when you do talk, you do control a narrative. It's one thing for reporter X be like, I've heard it's another thing for John Lynch. Like we plan on having him be the starter. And then Kyle Shanahan, like I think Jimmy can start. I talked to Jimmy on the phone. Like that's coming from his mouth. Now it doesn't mean what he's saying is the truth. Like, like, It is the truth that he talked to Jimmy and told him that. That doesn't mean, like, we heard Josh Rosen is our guy, then he's traded. We heard DeForest Buckner is the best niner, then he's traded. Like, all this shit doesn't mean anything to me. I think, ideally, they're hoping that they can get someone so desperate after the draft, whether it be Belichick, whether it be the Bears, whether it be Carolina, a team like that, to just be like... You know, Jimmy at least could get us to nine wins this year. Let's just trade 2022 first. If they did that, if they were able to pull that off over Friday, Saturday, it would be, I would say, Kyle's greatest move as a John Lynch, Parag, as their combination. Because that team, I'd say, is insane. Like that, the desperation to give a 2020, even Belichick. Like, to me, if I'm Belichick, my answer is simple. Listen, Kyle. You know, we're pretty desperate. You played us last year, kicked our ass. Uh, You look at my roster and just see Cam's the only guy we got. And you know that I like uh, Garoppolo because as Jimmy went on record, I texted him after every one of those five wins after I traded him to you. And we talked about how much I loved him and why I called you on that day because I wanted to give him to you because I respected you and I thought you were really good and I love your dad. But I want him back and I I don't plan on giving you a first round pick. But could you give me like uh, my offers, my offer, second rounder. I, I do think that'll probably be the best offer they get. And it might be a two thousand twenty two second rounder, but I think that's what the Niners should look to recoup. If it were a trade with the Patriots, I'd want the pick this year. If it were a trade with the Browns, I'd want the pick next or the Bears,
0: I'd want the pick next year. I think the odds yeah. are good that the Bears are drafting higher than twenty next year. I think the odds are good that the that the Patriots are drafting lower than fifteen next year. So
1: whatever. I those think picks if you got the, the Bears two thousand twenty two second round pick. There's a chance that's pick. Oh, yeah, like 36. Above 40. Yeah. I think, wouldn't you say that's viewed as a pretty good pick if they got it? That'd be a great pick. Yeah. That'd be a great pick. Patriot pick would be risky because all of a sudden you're like, damn, they just go 12 and (laughs) 5? With our guy? Damn it. They won more games with us than Garoppolo. With Garoppolo? I'm going
0: to give you the same advice I gave my buddy who just called me recently. Because he was getting a vasectomy. He just came from the doctor. They said they told me I gotta shave. I said, gotta get to more like it. And I sent him the Lawnmower 5.0 from Manscaped. It's gonna be the MVP for him and for you this March. Go to manscaped.com and use the code HAM to get 20% off and free shipping. Get the performance package 5.0 Ultra, and you'll be the Cinderella story. Of March. The Lawnmower 5.0 is strong until the last stroke with a battery that lasts the entire tournament, a waterproof design, and interchangeable skin safe blade heads that guarantee smooth ball handling. Every time. To top it off, the performance package throws in two free gifts Boxers 2.0 and the new toiletry bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code HAM at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com, code HAM. When things get hairy, make sure to call on Manscaped in clutch time. Get on the Prize Picks app, just like me, and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Football season's over, but hoop season is getting hot. Last night, I was thinking about ordering out, and then I reached into the freezer, grabbed some ground beef, and all of a sudden, it was homemade taco night. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering all of you your choice of weeknight meal essentials. You get peace of mind with ButcherBox because it's high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. You get the ultimate convenience because it's delivered right to your door with free shipping, as always, and you get the ultimate customization. Your customization might be, I don't know what to do. Send me the good stuff. And they send you the good stuff. curated. Right now, go to butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham. And you'll get either three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year plus $20 off your first order. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code
1: ham to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Can I tell you about my friends? Very, very good friends. And mainly because I've been using this app for a long time. Game time. They are the best ticket app I've ever used. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. You want to go to a concert? You want to go watch Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond make a little playoff run? Well, that's where you use GameTime. You just download the app on your smartphone, and you can search any event, concerts, comedy shows, games, pro and college. Search by price point or search by where you want to sit at the venue. It gives you sightline on the app, and uh, it's real easy. Buying tickets in seconds with like two taps. I cannot recommend it enough, and here's what we're doing for you. When you use the promo code Ham, H-A-M, you save $20 off at checkout. That's promo code HAM at checkout and save $20 to any event. Download the GameTime app now.
0: Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel. Vacation's coming. You spend less on airfare. It means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to Nerd Wallet Smart Money podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Uh... B. Zinc, 1984. Hey, guys, love the pod. YouTube show. Hope it continues to grow. My question is, uh, if the Niners decided to trade for Minshew, then that should tell us that they're not drafting a QB. What day was the trade? Is this from before the trade?
1: Uh, The trade would have been a week ago, basically today. So the trade would have been uh, on the 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 20th. No, it was on the 26th. It was last Friday. Yeah, last Friday. So this
0: question came in on the 24th. So I'm sorry, B-Zink. This was because I started reading. I'm like, wait a second. Would that tell us if they got Minshew, they weren't going to go QB? Uh, My kids love the show on the uh, drive to school, but I have to do a quick listen before Middlecoff's going to drop an F-bomb. Bonus question. Here we go. There is a question here. So sorry we didn't get to this before Minshew, but that's okay. Bonus question. What golf clubs and balls do you guys use? Thanks for everything.
1: Uh, well, I'm You're out better of balls. I, I've been first. DMing balls. Uh, tied. I, everyone known to man, no one's responded, hoping to get some free balls. Cause I've got from them before. So it's like, I'm going to have to purchase balls for the first time in a long time. What do you think you'll go with? Whatever's on uh, sale? Taylor made TPX is my, the ones with the triangles I, on them. Uh, the TP, the TPXs is right, so what is uh Ricky putt? what is Ricky roll? Don't those with like oh, the I, triangles or whatever. I think that was Callaway's. I thought those were tailor-made golf balls. I thought I thought they were Callaways. I, I think the maybe they are tailor-made, but my TaylorMades don't ever have any of those. Yeah, the, a, they're the TP 5 x You can get them with like those triangles. Oh, uh, you can.
0: I think Rom putts doesn't Rom put TaylorMade uh, made ball. I would imagine so. He yeah. also hits them off the tee and um, with his iron shots. Uh, how about clubs? What's a, this is a
1: what's in the bag? What what, what, what are do we, we, need, we need to get a sponsor to get guys new clubs. You don't like the Callaway X-22s? Yeah, we just need to get in the modern times. Uh, we we do have... You and I... Uh,
0: I don't know, maybe it was last year. We got some Vice golf balls with... If you guys look at the podcast logo, with that logo on it, and it says promo mm-hmm. code HAM on the other side, we each got a box. And... Uh, the idea was, you know, we hit the course, you, you meet fans, you want to give them something. Oh, you know, here you go. Here's the ball. My real idea was I lose golf balls. I want someone to find one of these golf balls on the golf course. and would be like, bro, I'll go to him. But the problem is I like them. I don't want to play them. So it's, um, I'm an idiot. Uh, I think the most, probably historically I've played Bridgestone for some reason. I don't know. Not the high, not the top end ball, usually the middle end ball.
1: I'm always looking to um, reduce side spin. <laughs> Uh Yeah, I've lost some of the handballs. I think at Harding Park, Boundary Oaks, probably a couple courses in Fairfield and Elmcero. Can you do, were you telling me this or maybe it was in a doc maybe it was,
0: uh, maybe I was watching a YouTube about how somebody, like basically they gave Tiger Woods a bunch of different golf balls and he knew he could just hit the ball and know what it was.
1: Yeah. We're telling me that? guys. Uh, I think the Bridgestone guys were floored. Like maybe Butch Harmon talked about. Oh, it, on it was the podcast, Butch Harmon on the foreplay pod. I think that's what. Who it was. thought no one ever had a better feel for balls and clubs, and that that guy could feel like the precision. Oh, because uh, Nike was. Remember when they developed clubs? Every once in a while, in my Instagram, because I follow so many good Instagram golf accounts, there will be just a famous. I, I think we forget. How many mainstream commercials Nike Golf had with Tiger? When you just be watching, like, at home with your family, like, Law and Order on, like, a Tuesday night, and the Tiger commercial of him just on a range, on this line, and them all trying to outdrive him, or him bouncing the club. Like, n- none of that now. Like, it, is there even an athlete that is this mainstream now? Maybe it's so segmented it's hard to tell, but Tiger was. I think we underestimate how big of a phenomenon his marketing campaign was. Yeah. Because I
0: see some of these... What was that David Duvall commercial, remember, where they where Tiger... It was basically like a who's going to finish second. Wasn't it kind of that? I don't remember where, where that. Where they're one. all in the locker room. And t- remember Tiger had been away. Tiger comes back, and they're like...
1: Okay. But even that even that was relatively a little newer, right, within the last, like, decade. There was one that I saw. He walks to the range, and there was a line of, like, 500 guys on the range. I mean, it would probably like 50. He starts hitting drivers and then everyone starts swinging at the same pace he's swinging. And it was just like, this is an incredible production, but it was like clearly like 2000. So it's like non HD. It's crappy. It's like these two. And then it just ends with Nike golf. And he's realized the world changed for clothes, right? The Nike collared shirt really just changed men's apparel, like business casual forever. Yeah. It was, I think it was probably the biggest change in apparel until the Lua Lemon Pant
0: became a thing, which by the way, you can get from American Giant makes that type of work from home. You know, the ath- athleisure material, but it looks like a five pocket. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of
1: Aplo? Someone brought that up to me. Alo,
0: maybe? A L O. Is A L O? That's high
1: end. Yeah. Do you have any? No, I don't. I don't know anything about it. Someone just, someone mentioned it to me the other day.
0: Um... On the Nike golf club thing, I watched something last year on On uh, Un- United Airlines has this uh, like in-flight entertainment. One of the things was just like a bunch of golf stuff. And one of them was they went to the factory of Miura, like M-I-U-R-A, club maker. You familiar remember. with It's like they make gorgeous clubs. Like their logo almost looks like an M trident, kind of looks like a, almost a Yankee logo. And the rumor is, like, no one's ever confirmed it, but the rumor was, I guess, that they were the ones that made, like, some of Tiger's famous clubs, either for Titleist or for Nike. Like, it was a Nike brand, but they do some Titleist stuff, and it was... Oh,
1: so they actually, like, Nike kind of cooked the books a little bit? Yeah, but I think maybe they were actually... It's
0: weird, because they make stuff for Title. I don't quite understand how it works, like, some of these companies. Like, they also make clubs for Titleist, and that actually they made some... Were they AP1s or whatever that... I don't know what the model was. What Tiger's Tiger's blades. So I don't know if they made them for Titleist. The Tiger played Titleist, not the Nike, or they made them for Nike. It was like, but there was this whole kind of mythology to like this club that Tiger used that the stamp on it wasn't actually the maker.
1: But it might have been Titleist. I don't know. I think that's believable. Don't you? Yeah, Absolutely. Like, do you think Tiger just... Yeah, 98. Like, oh, yeah, just Nike. Make clubs from scratch. I'll take them. Like, I'm the best player ever. Like, no. Do you remember the sumo Nike driver? It was like a square, a yellow yeah. square.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, mailbag, this is from Breakfast86. I'm a frequent listener to the pod and notice you guys are much less confident. Garoppolo, damn it, this is from the 24th as well. Much less... Sorry, this is old. Uh, be back on the or sixth year for... Than those who cover the team. For example, last week you guys guess he had a less than fifty percent chance of making it to Friday. Um, others have him as the prohibitive favorite to start. I understand your reasons for saying they can't rely on him, and just curious your opinions on him. Um, I really like John's articles in the Athletic leading up to the draft last year. Will he be doing more of those in the future? I notice he's still listed as a contributor on the site. Again, they that got, question I'll, was, I'll never forget was pre
1: uh, pre trade. They got mad at me last year probably right around I guess it would have been like 15 days ago basically to a T remember when the the cruise liner mm-hmm. showed up in the bay mm-hmm. and one person had corona and I tweeted and I ended up getting suspended for 12 hours and it's so dumb From looking Twitter back. they should sink the ship clearly not meaning every human being and it was at the time I think it was pretty hot button with corona and that's the one thing watching the Formula One show it's like a lot of the athletes were like, I don't want to get Corona. You could die. It was so much unknown, you know, in like March last year. But I was just, it was a joke I'd that obviously people that. freaked out and they wanted me like gone. And you- and I was like, Tim, and, and I and I, and I always felt bad because Kawakami brought me the athletic. He would, the, Tim was a great boss, a little bit like Jason Barrett. He'd always fight for your rights, right? Like your freedom of expression. Right. Right. And I'm like, they like a little, both of them, they like a little edge, you know? Yeah. It's like, obviously I, I'm not, I didn't mean sink everybody in the ship. It's clear what I meant, but Twitter didn't understand. They didn't understand. They wanted me gone. And you know, we just, we went our separate ways. You know what's we funny about that? We didn't fire me. It's just, they. then Corona hit and what happened is the athletic contributors, like only full time people stayed, which is fine. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't do it now. We'd I'd repurpose it for YouTube before I do that. Do you, um, sink the ship? Do Was that a Friday?
0: The sink the ship? Yeah, the sink the ship tweet was that on a Friday? Well, might have been possible. Yeah. Well, just because I remember not, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know it had happened when it happened. I found out either at the end of it at that day, or I couldn't. I don't remember exactly.
1: Uh, should I? There, have, there was someone. There was like a. There was like a top five. Not the founders, but someone that was very high up in the athletic that was just floored by the tweet. Like, should hey guys, here's the have question senior guys political did, tweets you're
0: did, mad at my sink the ship tweet. did I have a responsibility to take to Twitter and say I know John Middlecoff he is not a mass murderer he no, does not every- I stand with John he would not he did not
1: actually mean sink the ship and I hope he gets a chance to explain himself I remember you could even the the Twitter sent me the thing I could even I could either oh, that's right you know fight it like yeah. go to Twitter court or <laughs> Or just accept, delete it, accept a 12-hour penalty, and by this time, it was like 8 o'clock at night, so by the time I woke up, it would be gone. So I accepted the penalty. I got suspended. Oh. It's pretty, st- I mean, it's pretty crazy. Do they still but. do that, suspend people for 12 hours? Uh, that's a great question. I, it's I don't a hell of a timeout.
0: Like, you don't even, it's not even the whole day. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty. Ridiculous. It's like, we want to punish you, but we actually don't want you leaving the site. If you could, we still want you creating the content for us, if you could.
1: Yeah. By the way, I uh, Weren't were pretty, we? I mean, back to his question, really quick. Yeah. Like we were pretty adamant, or I, I definitely was, and I still am. Like I think we've been proven right. Like they showed us what they thought of. Jim. I said under fifty like percent. He'd be on. We th- we both thought he'd be traded Friday.
0: Uh, by Friday, you know, my, no, by, by Wednesday, I knew I was screwed. Well, yeah. that's right. Earlier, yeah. but I'm just saying. I think we've talked. We've lowered our percentages. My original take has always been. Not as always. My original take was you were more adamant for sure that he just wouldn't be on the team this year. My earlier than I, my original take was it's just hard for it's just hard to get rid of quarterbacks because it's hard to upgrade quarterbacks.
1: What's your percentage that he makes it through draft weekend? Um, I think he's
0: traded around the draft.
1: Yeah, I, wouldn't I, you say? I mean, it feels like. 70-30 he's gone, draft weekend. I, I Because they might want to use whatever pick they get, or maybe it's a future pick, and you know somebody
0: waits until after the fourth round. Maybe they could have got a guy. right? Like Maybe Bill's like, well, in the third round, if I can get a guy that I kind of like, then I'll do that. But if I can't, then... You want to ensure
1: you can acquire a backup quarterback because you wouldn't trade him during camp. Then what are you doing to your backup quarterback behind the rookie? You just kind of yeah. get the situation... I, solidified now i don't think he's playing quarterback for the niners this year but i just don't even think he's around I, well, I, I, yeah, I, I, I i do feel strongly about this i will be shocked if training camp opens with him running out with the ones is that another way of saying is that wait are you say?
0: is that the same as saying i don't think he'll be on the team or is that hedging
1: you know that's saying like i, I that would mean I was wrong and like he still survived. He runs out with the whole oh, I just wasn't sure if you were saying, like, there's a Fields. scenario where like, he's like, think on how weird that would be not if me and him. you went to a training camp practice and coming out of that little stretch where they run onto the field, we just see like coming out is like the two quarterbacks come out of the doors, Jimmy and right behind him is Justin Fields. Like, wouldn't that look weird? Isn't it, it hard would look to weird? But that's
0: that? It's like that, that weird look has happened before, right? But this would be really weird after they just traded all this for him. I know. I don't think I'm. it's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. I think it's gonna be Mac Jones' job from the jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine it's like, so wait, they kept Jimmy and drafted Mac Jones? Yeah, I don't you can't do that. Um, but one thing, opening day was Thursday. One thing I had forgotten about that I noticed when I watched some highlights the the some of the regional sports networks that were Fox Sports and were bought out by the company called Sinclair, the ones that were owned by Disney, there's a it's a whole web you've already but,
1: lost me a little bit but
0: but basically there are you know you've been watching fox sports west into nbc bay area into root oh, sport yeah, into what yeah. all those some of them were purchased and rebranded bally sports how do you so, spell that like the gym it's b-a-l-l-y like that's the brand that is paid bally doesn't own it right bally's not the regional sports network Bally is paying for the rights to be to have the network named after them.
1: So it's almost like a naming rights version but of a TV yeah, network. Yeah, cuz it's it's Sinclair Broadcast Group
0: and somehow the stadium group is involved, but Bally is the naming rights of the network. That's a lot going on there, guy. So you're going to watch games and like
1: you're going to be like isn't that the logo from the gym? It's like, yes. You're saying like if I'm watching MLB Network and they're just like repurposed, you know, they're just showing a game from like a Cardinals versus Cubs or whoever that falls under that umbrella. I'm going to see Bally's. Yeah. yeah. You Because I saw a photo of
0: the Padres broadcast team and their microphone has like the Bally, their Bally Sports Network. So I don't know if they, so it looks like Arizona, the Arizona ones, the Detroit ones, the Florida ones, uh, Ohio, Kansas City. Uh, New Orleans. So I'd imagine that applies to their basketball stuff. Valley Sports, Ohio, Oklahoma, San Diego, Valley Sports, SoCal, Valley Sports who
1: you, South. Who Who are you picking to win the World Series this year?
0: I mean, I are ju- you gonna you gonna jump Dodgers. on your boy DJ and the Padres? Padres are good. A Lot of hype there for the Padres, though. I I think I have kind of got to go Dodgers.
1: Repeat. Who's the best team in the AL? I'm mean, him. I always Yankees are on one. I kind of root for the Yankees, honestly. Yeah, me too. So. I saw I that know. Matt Chapman of the Ace thought he was there they were loaded. That's what I yeah, I people like the Ace. I like the Ace. They were good last year. Without Matt Matt Chapman got hurt. And Matt Olson was terrible. One problem for the Yankees, and you just watching we're recording this on opening day, is that Stanton came up in a big spot, he struck out. With a guy on second, it's just like they they Which do is what just happens get to in the postseason. Yeah, they just get very like. Aaron Judge can do it all, but he he only gets to bat once. The other guys just feels like swing out of their shoes. Shout out to the Chicago White Sox. Uh,
0: how the sausage is made? We actually recorded this before his, uh, they played on Friday. Um, but they Andrew Vaughn, he's starter. He's not gonna not gonna start Thursday, but he's probably gonna start Friday. What's Called his position? Up. Uh, I saw they might put him in left field for a game or something, but he was the third overall pick in 2019. He's going to start in the big leagues.
1: Well, I saw. Did I text you about this? Maybe I didn't. I saw Larusa had a quote like cut three weeks ago. It's kind of crazy. Tony Russa their to manager, they must have had a major injury, right, to their first baseman or something, or their DH. Was it a they had an hurt? injury. No, it was another guy that like yeah Andrew Vaughn's going to be in the mix to fill this role, and they felt good about it. I think they had an injury to either their. I, was their first oh, baseman, right? Eloy Jimenez, who was actually hurt in the, around the postseason last year. He tears ACL or something? Uh, torn peck. Yeah, so it's like Vaughn probably benefited there. Wouldn't mind if our guy Hunter Bishop gets called up.
0: Oh. Uh, I would not either. By the way, apparently the Bally thing, cas- Bally's a casino? But it looks like I, the gym. Maybe it's a group that owns the gym and owns casinos. Wouldn't so shock me. you go. Yeah. Someone knows more about it. Hit me yeah. up. All right. On that note, good mail. Peace. Back.